0: Hey, and welcome back to the 3 Plus One Podcast. So glad that you are joining us and you took a moment to listen to today's episode. Tracy. What's up? How are you? <laughs> I am fabulous. Fabulous. So, you know, <laughs> let's just jump right into the heart of uh, the matter. Oh we ended yesterday's podcast talking about your r kelly experience yes you said that he didn't make you soaking wet
1: no it's not as juicy as you all think i uh one of my first professional on camera gigs was trapped in the closet and after the success of the first five episodes he went on to make this big saga and i think it's now 33 episodes 33 chapters is what he calls it and um, I was in chapters whew, 13 through 17 and
0: 23, I think. So we could go like back and look at the videos Absolutely. on YouTube, and you're right and there in me. chapters 13 through 17, and then 23, I think, is
1: the next episode that I'm in. But um, and we shot that the first. Uh, set of my episodes, we shot in two thousand six, two thousand seven, uh, and then the next chapters were in 2011, 2012. So, um, so here, here's what I was saying uh, about R. Kelly. He was very professional when it came to dealing came when it came to dealing with um, the actors uh, on set. All, all, all of us were professional actors except for him, um, and he was co-directing with a director because of course this was his vision so he he worked very closely with us we rehearsed in the chocolate factory we would rehearse at his home and um he would have parties there for the cast um we had our rap party there had a rap party at a club I mean like he's just really cool but I we did have to sign NDAs we could not talk about Um, what his home looked like. We've been in his studios. We couldn't Couldn't talk about that. that. We couldn't talk about anything that we saw in his home. And I think that was done after the trial. Um, He implemented that where once we entered uh, the gates of his home, we instantly, like we had to have our pictures taken and we signed off what we would and would not talk about. So a lot of this stuff that they're saying in the interviews about what they have had to do is true. Uh, When it comes to that, Um, I will say this living in Chicago for 12 years, it was known that R. Kelly or rumored that R. Kelly, um, I guess we call allegedly now, uh, had relationships uh, with younger females, in particular high school aged girls, allegedly. Um, So for me, when I would see. The girls that he was dating, they weren't necessarily teenagers, but they were younger. But I always said to myself, "Was this really an issue when Hugh Hefner mm-hmm. dated younger girls?" That's 18 a good point. And and the Playboy Mansion, yeah. if they were of age, of it age. wasn't. It's not an issue. So, so that was my big thing. Like, is
0: 18, this fair? You know, they're, they're eighteen. Of you
1: know, whether they're teenagers or not you know in that sense they're 18 that's how I always looked at it or older I but I cannot honestly say that I saw someone who was too young now I did make a statement where there was one time that he said something to me and I was sitting in my in hair and makeup and he walked up to me this is in 2011 when we were shooting the second set of of chapters and he's he was like you are gorgeous I didn't notice you last time. And I was like, oh, thank you. I ain't thinking nothing of it. At the time, I'm real grown. So I was like, he ain't trying to holler at me. In my mind, I wouldn't think that. And he was like, make sure you give me the same energy I'm giving you. And I was like, okay. You know, and I'm again, it's going over my head. I didn't think anything of it. And he stopped and said, no, make sure you give me the same energy. And I looked at him and I was like, hmm, that's different. I've never seen that. But outside of that, I've never had an experience with him. I made sure I went to work and I left. I didn't try to hang out. I've never been enamored by celebrity. Um, So I was able, I guess, not to say escape, but I just didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't engage. So I guess that wasn't something that Interest him either, you know. I just wasn't a groupie. I wasn't looking to be saved. I never wanted. I I don't like dating men who try to flaunt money and stuff in my face now. So it wasn't that was never appealing to me. So, like I said, there's no juice in 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 that sense. But yeah, I was around
0: it, and I I did. Would you have let R. Kelly lock you up for three days for? $3 million dollars absolutely not okay
1: um there's in my opinion no amount of money that could help or, you know, or that could entice me to do mm-hmm. something like that um i i come from a different home i guess some of these girls a lot of these girls came from broken homes they came from, i had three
0: million dollars <laughs>
1: Are you saying that you
0: wouldn't mind I'm being like saying, that? I'm just saying, $3 million <laughs> to pee in a bucket. Yeah. Oh, my I'm God. I'm joking. I'm I joking. I know.
1: But, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who would do that, you know, and and we, we're seeing it every day. Um, I we do, are. I do think that he, with these women that I've seen in the documentaries and stuff like that, there was a pattern. These young girls were either runaways or had problems in their home or their parents sought him to help with their career. Well, here's my thing. If you don't even have back then, we didn't have Google. You didn't have to really research. He was never really known for putting on
0: artists. I mean, that's not what he did.
1: That wasn't a thing. You Sparkle and changing faces But Kelly 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 Price was also In the industry as a Background singer she sang for a lot of people You know so she Wasn't just Someone that R. Kelly discovered And made famous you know what I'm saying Like he just was not known for that. Mm. If you look at his track record, he wrote for a lot of people. He produced for a lot of people, but he wasn't out discovering talent. Even Aaliyah was brought to him yeah. by someone else. Right. right. So, you know, I think a lot of these parents do need to be held accountable for, for some role. of their roles. You know, there's no way this, yeah, this I would name a back. child a 17 year old, a 18 year old that's living with me under my roof, I would never leave them with a, a grown man, period. But I will say this that is not far-fetched. I, I know in the south, and you know, back in the day parents would sell their kids to grown men. I mean, that's what uh the color purple was. Mm-hmm. You know, um You're right. Celie was sold to Mr. by her father. So, you know, that stuff, really, and it still happens today. Families need money, you know. Well, it's the remnants,
0: too. I mean, again, that's one of, that's that's part of what, that's slavery. Yeah. That's exactly how it was. So, you know, these are generational curses that still perpetuate until, you know, they come to an end. And that's kind of the benefit of so much publicity around what's happening with R. Kelly to really hopefully kind of break these horrible things, you know, from continuing to happen. Mm Mm-hmm. This is kind of back in the news because one of his, the one of the young ladies I guess that, would the right word would be, married his you know his girlfriend. Yeah, came forward with her first Thanksgiving message. Yeah, but we don't know if this is really her. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, people haven't really been doing the research on who's behind this Patreon uh, account. The Patreon account has been shut down because Patreon cannot say it is or is not joycelyn savage behind some of these things so i really don't want to speak on that because it's like i don't know if this is her or not she hasn't publicly come out to say yeah that's me no that's not so um but there has been rumor that she and the other young lady are no longer living in the trump towers i don't even know if that's a rumor anymore um because the lease was up and he can't pay, make payments in, in jail. So um, I know the lease is up. They're no longer living there. I don't know where they are right now. But they're not with their families. So I think that says a lot too. Mm-hmm. For them to now be of age but and not have go been back gone home. for this long, they're not going home. So there's something in those family dynamics that is preventing them from coming back
0: you know so yeah i think i i agree with you tracy um i do did you do any you know it was uh, you know we are still maybe waiting on you know Mm -hmm. hopefully tomorrow our guests will join us but if not we'll have our guests maybe come on another we We can ask him back i know jamon is doing a lot it's a lot so So we right and so but we're happy that we're we're here on tuesday and happy to to make it go did you do any of your holiday shopping
1: I did. For the first time, I did Black Friday shopping on Thanksgiving Day, actually. Wow. <laughs> um, my mom bought this beautiful home, and I guess in every room, she wants a TV. So, I, every room. I, it is so insane. My mom has a TV in just about every bedroom, the living room, we have a bonus room, and now she has a sitting room that she's using for her music and her reading, and she wants a TV in there, which is directly connected to the living room. So and it's
0: in direct opposition <laughs> of the purpose of the room. It's a reading room. So mom needs to be reading in the room.
1: But she wanted a TV, so Walmart was selling 50 inches for 148, and I went and I, let me tell you what I did. So Wait,
0: 148 dollars?
1: Yeah, smart TVs for for um, 148 dollars, 50 inches. Uh, and they had a 65 inch for like two something, and then they had wow. a 40 inch for 98 bucks. So I mean, people were in line, but I got there. Like right at 5.30 p.m. And they were going to start selling them at 6.30. I was out of there by 6.18. I was home by 6.18 p.m. So what I did was I took a friend and I was like, you go stand at the checkout. You let people in front until I get up there. And then and that's what we did. And it worked. It worked like a a flawless plan it was so that is if you haven't done that already you need to start it will make your black friday shopping so much easier Mm
0: -hmm. so (laughs) another thing that uh made the news that we wanted to to talk about was the release of gabrielle union and ellen (sighs) pompeo from america's got talent so have you ever watched America's Got Talent?
1: Um, once or twice. This is the one with Nick Cannon is the
0: host. Right. And, and uh, Simon Cowell is on the show. Yeah. And
1: so, yes, I have actually watched a few episodes. Never
0: seen it a day in my life.
1: And I don't think Ellen Pompeo was on the show. She oh, okay. was uh, taking up for... Gabrielle Union
0: be Oh, released. okay. And you know it Ellen, was Julian Howe yeah. who was released.
1: And and Ellen is very outspoken when it comes to, you know, things happening with black people cuz you know she's married to a black man and her children are black so she's like, look, I got to join in on this and and speak up for anything that has to do with an injustice or, you know, mishandling as, as one of her um, I guess her peers in the in the industry. So she spoke out against that Gabrielle Union being released. Yeah, though. so
0: what what we happened is that there was a show, a recording of the show, that and Jay Leno was there mm-hmm. and he was doing a segment and he made a joke with Simon Cowell about A painting that was on display in Cowell's house Mm -hmm. saying that it looked like something you would find on a. It was dogs, a painting of dogs. And Jay Lynn said it looks like something you would find on the menu of a Korean restaurant. Hmm. The Asian, very few of them worked on the show, but they were, a few of the Asian um, workers, staffers were offended. Gabrielle Union noticed it, felt that it was extremely disrespectful. And the comment was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And she encouraged people to report this to NBC's HR because she's new on the show. Mm-hmm. And she felt that it needed to get reported, if nothing else. And that set off a firestorm of issues. And their efforts, then, they, then efforts started to portray her as difficult. And that started a chain reaction. That's what had resulted And the show was... This line, of course, did get cut. It didn't make the actual episode that aired August 6th, but the fallout Mm -hmm. is still um, surfacing.
1: I think it's unfortunate because it it speaks to a couple of issues that we do have in the industry, right? With toxic masculinity being an issue. That's right. uh, With dealing with women being poorly treated within our industry. Um, So... I I don't want people to not feel like they have a voice because they're afraid of being uh, let go because they voice an insensitivity. That joke was insensitive. And whether they edited it out or not, you still have people who were hurt by it, uh, who were affected by it. So instead of issuing an apology, instead of, you know, rectifying the situation, you go and fire her
0: for bringing it to the
1: forefront? Well,
0: they just didn't renew her contract, but still it's equal to, in her contract she could have been renewed, could have had more seasons. Yeah. She of course, in a, as, as a very class professional, isn't discussing this.
1: And the ratings were, were going up because of her presence. Yeah.
0: You, so you feel like she was an asset to I the do. show?
1: I do. I do believe she I've was I've never an
0: watched asset. it and I'm not going to. I'm especially not going to watch it now. Yeah. Not going to, to do it. I'm not an avid watcher of the show. I may watch scenes from YouTube. Do you watch? Yeah, I don't watch any of those. Uh, I stopped after Fantasia. performing shows at the moment, right? <laughs> I
1: stopped after Fantasia one. It became redundant to me, and I wasn't seeing real talent really after Fantasia. You know, she was the one. She was the one for me. So I kind of I ch- I did watch some episodes of The Masked Singer last year. Um, which was quite surprisingly good it was good do we ha- has
0: a mass singer concluded?
1: uh it's still in its second season um
0: so we don't know who the winner will be yet no. still in. I've never seen The mass oh
1: I think singer. you should watch it I don't it's think it's interesting I should. to see these very talented celebrities who are not just singers by the way um put on these costumes and and sing and fool us, you know. If they can, Patty couldn't fool us, and Gladys Knight could not fool us. But that T-Pain, okay, he won last year, and he fooled me. And he and you didn't
0: know it was T-Pain. No, because you sa- know
1: T-Pain. We're so used to hearing him uh, sing with auto tune. Now I didn't know he could sing without it.
0: I didn't know he could sing like that without. And he it. he was great. Oh yeah. Okay, so maybe uh, I don't know, Tracy. There's not there's a you lot. Don't have to watch I only watch an episode. hour of television per day. I'm on a limit so cuz okay. I you know, and I really am uh, selective about my program. But I might consider one episode just for you. Or
1: some clips. So, Tank. What's up, Tank? We love you on the show, Tank. Two times. <laughs> but Tank made a post about um, You love him on the show? You love him? His music, I can. Okay, cannot, I okay. Think you he love his music. Has really tried to bring R and B, real authentic R and B, back. So I cannot take that away. I've seen him live Tame? in concert. You know,
0: <sighs> would you kiss Tang? <laughs>
1: yeah, I kiss him. I mean, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, I would. Okay, I if want- he
1: if he wanted to kiss me, okay. I probably would kiss him oh. right on back. Okay, I just want to know. <laughs> But he did make a post and it read, before you record yourself helping the homeless, imagine the lowest point of your life on Facebook Live. Hashtag help needs no camera. So um, what he was basically trying to say to everyone is that you know it's great that you're doing great deeds but you don't have to post it because we need to consider those that we are helping what if they don't want their life on camera i know now we live in the age of social media and everything we do we put on facebook live we put it on instagram we put it on all these other uh uh, social media platforms but we're not really considering you know how it may affect those who are
0: less fortunate that's right you know and that's a give a shout out to one of my very good friends kasele imshinda um who catered my Ah! uh you know birthday party you were filming you missed it but she catered it was excellent and she has a phenomenal instagram a small catering business uh her instagram is foodie first foodie first f-i-r-s-t foodie first and she actually celebrates thanksgiving by preparing these uh gourmet chef inspired meals Mm. For homeless people, but mm-hmm. she doesn't post it, you would never know it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, because again, the dignity behind mm-hmm. the efforts and the actions is something that really mattered to her. So I think that's a great point that you bring up. And you agree with Tank on No, that. I don't. Okay, let's talk I about I was that. gonna okay. talk about it. So I, I agree with it, but you don't I, agree.
1: I agree to an extent. Okay. Uh, it wasn't until, because I used to feel this way. I used to feel like, oh, that's self-serving of them to you know, be highlighted and, and post that they're giving back. They need to do that behind closed doors. But here's the thing, when I started my nonprofit, I, I got into philanthropy. And when I was asking, soliciting funds from the outside world, I needed them to know, this is what I actually used your funds for. Posting it on my website just was not enough. Because they I, don't, to know I don't get a lot of traffic outside of mm. a, a thank you letter that I send to them. I needed them to know, this is where your funds went to. Here are the families and the mothers that were being helped. Thank you so much for you know donating your money, your time, or That's just right. donating diapers. Uh, at the time, I was doing a backpack drive and an Easter basket drive. So thank you so much because this is where your proceeds went to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's important in that way. Um, a lot of people do need to know. What is going on with. With their funds. And uh, that. Because for me. When I donate to church. And they say they're doing X, Y, and Z. And I don't ever see them do it. That bothers me. You know. It doesn't prevent me from continuing to tithe. And things like that. But I still. I'm like. Hey. Whatever happened to that toy drive. I don't. I never saw the toys. Or. I'm just saying something. You're right. You're right. That's a good point. So. So. I think it's important sometimes. That we do that. Now there are some people. That want a pat on the back. You know, but I think it's also good for people, you know, say your friend does do this and I'm sure she does. But what if somebody said to her, you know, what are you doing for the community? I don't see you out here and she hasn't posted anything and you can't check her track record.
0: Right. So I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I'm just saying it would. But doesn't matter if people know or not know. Charity should come from the heart. It should. Absolutely. And it's you're not doing it for anyone else. You're doing it because it's the right thing and what God has called you mm-hmm. to do.
1: Yeah, we're absolutely here to, to serve. We're supposed to be good stewards with mm-hmm. our money and that is to give back into the community. But we got to remember when Jesus was on this earth, he did miracles in front of people.
0: You are so <laughs> right. When Jesus was on this earth, he did miracles in front of people so, so that... So that the legacy of how he lived his life as a true servant of God mm-hmm. and as a, as a son of God will be something that we could emulate as we try to live a Christ-like life. So that's a very good point, Tracy. Exactly. I love so. it. That's a great, that's <laughs> a great point. And I hadn't thought about that. And that's a great way, of I think, to end our Tuesday time. And uh, we look forward to Wednesday where we will talk about some more lighthearted topics yeah. and maybe just one heavy one. So we'll check you guys out on... Uh, What once was Hump Day, (laughs) which we now rename Hallelujah Wednesday. Is that what it's called, Hallelujah Wednesday? So we're gonna continue. So it's you on Hallelujah Wednesday.